This is Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ballgame on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket. Boise Golf Show, my man. And if you are into golf any which way, this is the absolute perfect spectacle for you. I feel like we've become a little charity case because we're giving away flowers, diamonds, pizza, golf balls. Yeah. Ball, I mean, let, let's let's give away a, a Johnny ball game date or something. A no, date? That's, that's I have a, a girlfriend, idea. man. Yeah, what are you trying a, to do to me, That's man? a bad idea. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to uh, uh, BJ Reigns in a moment, too, and... Uh, Which means we're giving away information as well. Yeah, I guess we're giving away information. This is part of our partnership, KTIK, with Bronco Nation News. I know, you know, BJ, this is airing also on Twitter, on all social media pages, our weekly Bronco Nation news report. So let's bring on BJ Reigns into the program. BJ, how about it, man? Welcome. What's up, guys? You got something there that can help me shave about uh, 10 strokes off my game? We're, we're sitting right next to a... Uh, a giant row of uh, driving ranges, uh, yep. club fittings. BJ, for for the right price, they can fix your game and make you a scratch handicapper. <laughs> I was hope I was hoping there'd be some sort of just magic uh, wand or pill or something I could take, and that would work because nothing else sounds like it would do the trick. Yeah, I'm, I've been looking for that for a long time. BJ, <laughs> you ever been on the course with Prater? I don't think I have. We've been invited to play before, and JP as well, but I don't I don't think I ever have. We'll have to make that happen. Uh, this spring, I may be announcing another partnership here soon with a local course. So why don't we uh, set something up for the four of us to go play? That'll be sweet. Okay, well, uh, appreciate BJ. We'll get to the uh, the game tonight and the BNN coverage. But first, I just want to get your thoughts on Brian Harson. He's going to keep his gig on the plains at Auburn. All the circus McGurkis controversy. He had a strong statement, I felt, today. You've covered Brian Harson his entire time here at Boise as head coach. You had a tumultuous relationship, I would say, between a head coach <laughs> and a media member. What's your thoughts on him keeping that gig, BJ? Very surprised, and I think it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how this uh, unfolds moving forward. I-, I agree with you on the statement. He came out firing shots right away, kind of a very arrogant uh, defensive statement. Uh, uh, and so, uh, yeah, I think that – which we probably shouldn't be surprised uh, coming from Brian Harson, But, um, no, no I, I agree, and I, I'm, I'm very surprised he kept the job. I just thought that they were past the point of, uh, you know, no return and that uh, once you have those kind of boosters and those kind of people all going against you, I just thought that it was going to be too hard to, to make it work. And you think about going on the road in the SEC and the other people that were involved in these rumors and all this stuff and just how this whole thing's going to unfold this fall – um it's just uh very interesting and you know people yeah. obviously wa- wanted him out but uh they didn't want him out enough to be able to make it happen so the school's standing behind him for now and um but i'll tell you what another six and seven season i don't think he'll be around for year three is was he was he difficult to cover at times for you i mean i wouldn't you guys had a a professional relationship i think you even tried to fly down to Auburn, Alabama, BJ, to do a quick 30-minute interview. He said no. Like, uh, what was your relationship like with Brian Harson? Yeah, it got worse uh, after the uh, whole email thing came out. Don Day and myself obviously uh, reported on some emails, and he was less than thrilled with that, obviously. Uh, it was fine. You know, it, yeah, he, he wasn't the easiest coach to work with. I don't think that's crazy for anybody to say. And Mike and uh, everybody else, you guys all know that uh, he just, you know, he did the interviews and he was fine, but he's certainly a much different uh you know, a guy to deal with the media than, say, a Leon Rice or somebody or even an Andy Avalos. He, uh, he just was kind of all business, and, and that was fine. And, and, yeah, I did. I did try to reach out and uh, worked pretty hard to set something up and was willing to come all the way down to Auburn 
to do an interview with him over the summer, and uh, he said no. And to this day, guys, he unless I'm mistaken and he's come on your show, I don't think he's done a single interview. He doesn't hasn't taken a single question from a Boise-based media outlet since the championship game against uh, San Jose State uh, at the end he of hasn't. Uh, last yeah. season. So he uh, did not take a single question during his press conference when he was hired and then uh, has denied multiple attempts through the Auburn Media Relations Department since. So uh, no one in Boise has been able to ask Brian Harson a single question since they lost to San Jose State in the championship game last year. That voice you hear, B.J. Reigns, Bronco Nation News. We do this every Friday at 4 o'clock right here on Idaho Sports Talk. Ball game every Monday at 9 a.m. on Bronco Nation News. Prater every Thursday at 9 a.m. You're responsible for getting us out of bed early, B.J. I don't I know. know how we feel about that, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, it's, it's all good for the cause, and we're, we're happy to be part of the family. Let me ask you this about Brian Harson. How does he change through all this, if at all? Well, that's a good question. He said, you know, he had had a quote uh, in a statement or maybe in the story uh, when he previously talked uh, to Pete Thamel of ESPN where he said, you know, I'm the head coach and people need to let me do my job, basically. And so uh, I'll be curious to see what he does uh, try to change. It's so hard because everyone's pointing out the 20 players transferring and the five coaches. I mean, I, I don't really know if 20 players is all that much higher than some other teams based on the transfer portal and everything else. So um, there's been some players that have come out and been a little negative of him and you guys know, I mean, we've all talked to former players. Some loved him and some couldn't stand him. And that was yep. just kind of uh, his his style just didn't fit with everybody. So I don't know if he's going to do a lot to change his style. That's who he is. And, he, uh, you know, his track record has proven to win a lot of games. And so a lot of players put up with it. And you go 6-7 and seven in the SEC and you're a guy that's not used to that style, you're, you're out of there maybe. And so I, I'll be curious to see that, Mike, what he does have to change and how he does try to, uh, you know, do some more things in terms of uh, – community stuff with the boosters or just get out there and try to uh i don't want to say repair his image because i mean i don't know i don't know just what the right word is but i think we'll see what he tries to do to mend the fences here because this is certainly a interesting situation and if they you know i know they have five home games to start the year so he probably has a chance to get off to a nice start but uh you know it's uh you know they, they demand championships down there and brian harson's find out found out pretty quick that the expectations down there are pretty high it's pretty obvious that there was a witch hunt. There was an investigation. They found nothing. It turns yep. into a smear campaign. That's kind of the facts that we can kind of connect the dots here. And I really truly believe, as everybody else does, that this is traced back to some overbearing Auburn boosters. Let me ask you this. Whether you're Andy Avalos or Brian Harson, what is the responsibility of a major college football coach these days to schmooze the boosters? Oh, it's more – It's. I've talked to a lot of coaches that don't realize just how much of your job that actually is. When you're the head coach, you're <laughs> yeah. doing just as much of that kind of stuff as you are actually coaching. I mean, that's why a lot of coaches say they'd rather be the court. You know, the guys that just like to actually coach don't like being a head coach because you don't actually get to do much coaching. I mean, it's there's so much more in terms of being a, a CEO of dealing with the academic side and the campus side and the media and the boosters. And, and yeah, that's a huge part of it. I mean, they, a school like Auburn, they're paying a lot of the, the, the money for the things you're able to do. The brand new football facility with like the two barber shops or whatever they have down there that just opened. I mean, all that two. kind of stuff is uh, coming from uh, money that the boosters are giving to the program. So when you go recruiting and you're taking, you know, boosters, private planes to go recruiting and things like that. And uh, it, it's just it's a huge, huge deal at a place like Boise State, but at a place like Auburn. They control so much, and in the end, if the, the boosters want to write a big enough check, they can decide uh, firings and hirings and things like that down there. And I know there was a lot of people that wanted, I forget his name, but that the previous uh, interim coach before Brian Harson was hired, that a lot of people wanted uh, Green, to the AD, to hire him. A lot of the boosters did, and Green went out of his way and did his own thing and hired Brian Harson. So 
I think there's a give and take, and boosters are very important to the program, and they have a big say. And if you're a head coach, you've got to do whatever you can to keep them happy. 3J Reigns, Bronco Nation News, here on KTIK, the ticket, our partnership for the Bronco Nation News Report on Fridays. All right, BJ, I know you're going to be sitting press row. You got your pregame, postgame show on BNN, Boise State hosting UNLV, KBOI, FS1. Uh, you know, for folks going to this game, listening to it or watching it, you know, what's, what are a couple of things they need to know about this matchup tonight? Well, I know Bob talked about it, but, I mean, it, it clearly starts with stopping Bryce Hamilton. I mean, you look at what the guy's done, four 30-point games in the last seven games. He's the leading scorer in the conference, uh, the 45 points, obviously, against Colorado State, but he's had 33 at Utah State, you know, six days ago. So he, he's putting up a lot of points. He takes a lot of shots. I mean, his shot attempts are around 20 shots a game, and wow. so he's going he's gonna to get his shots up one way or the other, and he may go – you know, 15 for 22, or he may go four for 22. And a lot of times UNLV lives and dies with uh, what Bryce Hamilton is doing. But, you know, they do have some other uh, impressive players as well. And uh, what, uh, you know, Coach Kruger has done to come in there, and his dad's kind of been a volunteer coach helping out a little bit. Uh, Lon Kruger, now that he moved back to, to the mm. Las Vegas area to, to be around his son. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's you know crazy to think about them being six and five and 14 and 10 and yet they're in sixth place in the league when you look at the actual talent on the roster so it's a it's a scary matchup tonight for Boise State because a lot of people expect them to go in and just win this game rather easily they're at home UNLV's you know 101 at Ken Palm but uh, these are the types of swing games that when it comes down to selection Sunday when it comes down to Boise State trying to finish this season strong get back to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2015 the game, a game like this game tonight, is the one where you have to win it. You have to find a way and 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 win it, win a late night, crazy game. And tonight, you don't need style points. Win this one by one point if you have to. You just cannot afford a, a slip up because it would look like a bad loss when when really a lot of people would tell you it wasn't. Boise State tonight against UNLV, nine o'clock. Colorado State Sunday at two o'clock. Both at Extra Mile Arena, both with B.J. Reigns, and you can follow his coverage at Bronco Nation News. B.J., I know we have a lot of basketball left to be played, but and I know it sounds ridiculous, but if they win tonight and if they win Sunday, despite what they do after that, I, I guess barring a crazy losing streak, they're in, right? Two wins this weekend takes care of business for the NCAA tournament, right? Well, mm. I mean, the one tonight you're kind of holding serve. You won't get a lot of credit for tonight's win, but it would hurt you more if you lost. So you need to just win and move on. But the game Sunday, yeah, you get a, a another win, top 50 win against a Colorado State team would, would just be massive. And so, yeah, going 2-0 would be massive. The only other real game they cannot afford to lose is the Air Force game next Wednesday. And I can tell you from firsthand knowledge that's not a game they're looking forward to. They've traditionally played terrible down there. That was where Leon Rice got kicked out a couple years ago. They've lost his – a lot of games at Air Force that they shouldn't have. And so that's a game I know that they're, next week we can talk about they're really scared for, but um, just because of how bad it would be if they lost that game. But, yeah, Sunday would be a huge game, and that would basically be my be it for these three games. And if you can go 3-0, and if you can get past Air Force next Wednesday, add that into the weekend here, then, yeah, I think you're pretty much, you know, barring a 1-4 finish or something, I, I think they're for sure in. So this is a huge weekend for them. And then, it you know, it goes right into next week. You have the Air Force game, and then, Next Saturday, 4 o'clock against Utah State at home, and then San Diego State at 7 o'clock the following Tuesday. So a lot of good opportunities for home games coming up, a lot of opportunities for wins. And, uh, yeah, I agree. This is a massive weekend. If you can get through this 2-0, and you will be uh, sitting pretty. And, you know, guys, we're not just talking about making the tournament. I mean, you're starting to see the Joe Lenardis of the world. They're on the 8th seed right now. They're on the yeah. ninth seed. They're, they're, this is a situation where if they can finish, you know, 7-1 uh, and one here, 
you could be talking about a team that's like on the five or six line come tournament time. I mean, it's crazy totally. to think about. It's crazy to think about, but their five quad one wins are already way, you know, top 20 in the country. If you can pick up a couple more, finish the season strong, and maybe get to the, the finals of the conference tournament, you got four, five, six, seven seed. I think that this could be the, you know, not only the high, you know, the highest seed they've ever had moving into the tournament. All right, BJ, when you going on uh, BNN pregame, postgame, what's the deal? Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to it uh, this evening live on all of our social media channels. We'll have the pregame show. We'll have the postgame show. So, you can come on over, and our pregame show is usually before Bob and Abe start, so you can come over. Maybe I can convince Johnny to come on for a few minutes. Uh, Richie Schuler, who's doing the game for Fox Sports 1, will jump on for a couple minutes. We'll, we'll get you set, and then you can flip over and listen to Bob and Abe and, and their yep. pregame show and their game coverage. And then same thing, uh, usually by about the time they're off the air, we'll come on the air after the postgame show and have our own postgame show with Coach Rice and some players and highlights and all kinds of things. So uh, just follow us on any of the Bronco Nation News social media channels, bronconationnews.com as well. BJ, you're the best. See you tonight. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Prater, Hillcrest Floral. We've been pumping these guys up all week. Valentine's Day is Monday. Yeah, that Monday. The biggest hangover day of the year. The Monday after the Super Bowl. But Prater, we got their back. Oh, ball game. I can't even go better than that. You guys have 45 minutes to save your relationship. Uh-oh. You literally have 45 minutes to save your relationship. I don't know what time Hillcrest Floral closes, but it's 4.15 right now. I'm going to go ahead and assume it's 5. Don't do it Monday morning because they'll laugh at you, just like Johnny Ballgame is laughing at me right now. 4.45 or 4.15 right now, you got 45 minutes to change your relationship or save your relationship. Chocolates, flowers, stuffed animals, gift cards, anything you could possibly want. Just get something. Make the phone call. You got 45 minutes, or she's going to dump your ass on Monday. Nice endorsement, Prater. <laughs> um, you don't even know when they close. I love it, man. I think they're still open. Awesome, man. Good stuff. Yes, hillcrestfloral.net. Um, Boise State, what's its history of having players participate in the Super Bowl? Nobody has the information better than my partner, Michael Forrest Prater. We'll talk about that. And get back here and talk a little more golf, Prater, with an expert here at Expo Idaho for the Boise Golf Show. So that's what we're doing. Rock jocks, pop culture around the bend, too. So go nowhere unless you're going to come to Expo Idaho. Prater in the ballgame, Idaho Sports Talk, KTIK, the ticket.